1: First and Pod,
0: hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filippone. The Broncos and the Texans. Yeah. we Neither one of us like the Broncos.
1: And now I hate them.
0: I was just going to say, were the gaffs on Monday night so pronounced and so bad where you are now discounting them and writing them off even more? Of course.
1: You know why? They have an idiot as a head coach.
0: <laughs> Pony. I tried to tell you that.
1: And the you said, war. oh, they
0: swear by this guy. Oh, they loved him in Green Bay. I know. I know you think he's some Syracuse lackey who just basically mopped floors in Green Bay. That's not true. All my people tell me they swore by
1: him. Well, I you're know. coming around to my side, Danny. All it took all, was one game. All, all, all it took was the most indefensible in-game coaching decision that we've seen in years.
0: Hey, but he fessed up to it and admitted he made a mistake. Isn't that cute? And Isn't he only, that refreshing?
1: And he only kind of fessed I up know. to it.
0: I agree uh, with you on that, too.
1: Um, there is no defense for Nathaniel Hackett. And the Walmart family just bought the Broncos. If Nebraska can pay Scott Frost $15 million instead of waiting three more weeks to pay him $7.5 million to go away, the family that did not even own the team when Nathaniel Hackett was hired can absolutely just buy out this dude's contract and say nope we messed up we're cutting our losses it's over like they should that's what I'm saying so of course I've downgraded the Denver Broncos like a third of the coaches in the NFL are bad we know this it happens every year they get fired so like it's obviously within the realm of possibility that Nathaniel Hackett just got overpromoted, and I need to see a lot more. So, yes, I have downgraded. I, listen, I had them as fourth in the division anyway, so it's hard to downgrade them even yep. more. But now I, nine wins? Hell no. Un- so
0: this is going to be the test for me against Houston at home as far as he goes. I think that guys like Sean McVay and to a lesser extent Zach Taylor because he's not revered or regarded in the same breath or same light. I think both of those guys don't get enough credit for the offensive concepts and play calling, not so much like, you know, game management stuff, but like the actual offensive uh, ideas.
1: Yeah, the most important part of coaching. Yeah, like the game plan, week to week, yeah. And
0: they don't get enough credit for that, and then they get overrated actually for the decisions they make in game. I think McVay makes mistakes all the time. Like horrible mistake, egregious mistakes. I want to see if Hackett's the same way. Hackett should go. They should come up with a game plan where they score. We effed up in the red zone twice. I screwed up. That's my first home game as a coach. We're playing a doormat. Go to hang fucking 40 points on these guys. You know what I mean? Like I, it, that's how he redeems himself. Well, I floped like you can't believe. No,
1: dude. Dude, we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about that. At, if Nathaniel Hackett could go into the, to the hall of fame and it's going to come up. Okay. This guy could win the next five super bowls and we're not going to forget that kick. By now, the way, I
0: told you to bet Seattle for that reason. He didn't listen to me.
1: Yeah, I didn't. I did not listen to you in that why. No, I listen, I love that logic of hanging uh, those points on, on Houston, but we're absolutely not going to forgive him if he beats the worst team in the NFL by scoring 40. And I will just say Davis mills, I don't see any scenario where if they have a top three pick, they don't take a a new quarterback just based on pedigree. But again, he had, what, a 17-point lead against the Colts as an eight-point dog and had a couple of touchdown passes, got O.J. Howard involved? Like, he's not the worst quarterback in football. It's crazy. He should Uh, be, but he's not. We thought Geno Smith might be. Yep.
0: He beat Russell Wilson. The 49ers lost to your Bears. They play on Sunday. Is the gap between those teams a lot smaller than we thought it was preseason?
1: I think the gap between the best team and the worst team in the NFL is always, like, fairly small. So we can start with that premise, right? This isn't college football where a team's going to be a 30-point favorite in any spot. But I think the Niners crush them this week. I I think that the Niners are good. I think that the Niners will be able to run the ball. I think the Niners' defense is top five in the NFL – I think that the Niners were on the road in a monsoon in yep. Trey Lance's third ever start with all of the pressure of Jimmy Garoppolo being there and great moment for Geno Smith. I love the idea. I love the line. Like they all wrote me off and I didn't write back like good for him. He had that moment on Monday night football and now is the reckoning. I, I think, I think the Niners win by 17 or more. I think they crush them.
0: Yeah, I was going to make an analogy here, but I'm going to use my, I'm I'm going to self-censor myself because something popped into my head and I don't want to say it now. It's a podcast. Can I still say it? I'll clean it up. I'll clean it up. I'll clean it it up a little bit. Boo. Like, basically what happened was Pete Carroll slept with a 10 Monday night. (laughs) And he's stepping out on his wife and he goes home and she expects him to perform with her the next morning. Like, you can't follow up. (laughs) Do you know what I'm trying to say here? Like, they played a game on a Monday night. It's a short week to begin with. They've got to go on the road. He's an emotional coach. How How the fuck does he coach his team up like, I think they've gotten, my point is, I think they've got nothing left.
1: You, th- you think they have nothing left after one game?
0: No, I mean, like, I mean, as far as coming back and playing the, the, the next week, Yeah, I think they emptied the tank completely in that game. I think they've got nothing for San Francisco. I think you're right. I think that this will be the biggest blowout in the NFL this weekend. I'm convinced of that. Seattle won their Super Bowl on Monday. They're do- That's it. season made you think I'm kidding I'm not I so so big bigger blowout than Raiders Cardinals yes okay I think if you asked Pete Carroll would you rather go eight and nine or go one and 16 and beats and beat Russ he would take that for sure a hundred percent
1: and get the number one pick yeah (laughs) yeah you're probably right you're probably right you got there in like, a kind of graphic roundabout way, but I think, I think there was, like, turbulence on the landing. Like, I think this would have been one of those landings where you were shitting your pants because I've flown with you before and it's not very comfortable, but then they would have touched down and you'd be like, all right, they landed yeah. the plane. You landed the plane on that analogy, Pony. Jets-Browns, do you believe that week one showed us anything, that the Browns can stay in the AFC playoff picture with Jacoby Brissett?
0: Uh, I don't know why there hasn't been more conversation about how bad Jacoby Brissett was in that game. Because people don't care
1: about him. Okay. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm just saying, like... But
0: the Browns were one of the most talked about teams the entire offseason, and we know why. And part of it was, they're, they're,
1: They're talked about because of the guy who's not there, not because of the guy who is. Well, wait a minute.
0: If before... If before, um garoppolo signed that deal if they were a team that people said go get garoppolo why wouldn't that conversation still exist right now what well, I, I, that's what i don't get why wouldn't they still be in the after i watched percent that's the first thing i would have done if i were andrew barry i would have called up san francisco and said well wait a minute you're interested in trading him to the cowboys we'll talk to us first Trade him out of conference because if he's got to start another ten games, they're lucky if they win three or four more. He's that bad. Even with their run game and their defense, he's awful. He's. I,
1: did you watch him? I did not see much of it. I will be honest with you. I I, I kept. I told you, man. I was not. In, I mean, I saw. I saw enough to know that neither of those teams that played last week, Carolina or Cleveland. Neither of them are very good. Danny, he
0: faked a spike.
1: I saw took that. two
0: steps back and spiked it again. And if not for officiating incompetence, they'd be 0-1 right
1: now. He would yes. have lost them the game. I saw it. I mean, Nick Chubb had 141 yards. They can run the ball. They can rush the passer. That's a decent formula. I'm Just- not sure they can run the ball in the Jets. The well, Jets' run
0: defense showed up
1: against Baltimore. No, I I, I understand but I would I would think that Nick, we, we talked about Dobbins being hurt last week and Lamar not running the ball. He only ran the ball six times. Yeah threw it for three touchdowns uh, against the Jets. So the the Browns are gonna go down running the ball. They're gonna do everything in their power to not put the game in Jacob Brissett's arm. So do I think they can stay in the race? D- define that. Like you have you have extra wildcard teams, seven teams make the playoff. Like if, if eight and nine is the seven seed in the AFC, do I think that they can sniff that when Deshaun Watson's coming back week 12 or week 13, whatever it is? Like, yeah, probably. But the key to those games is going to be do teams score early, right? Like, if the Jets were turning open in kickoff, or yeah. if they if they if they get up 10-0 because of a turnover, a fumbled snap, you know what I mean? I agree and, with you on that. And Brissette has to throw the ball 35 times, then, of course, they're in trouble. But I, I do think the Browns are going to be able to run on most of the teams in the league. Okay, we put this game last, which I don't really disagree with or really agree with, but regardless, will Jacksonville continue to own the Colts? Will they continue to terrorize the Colts? In this spot, AFC South game. I have a lot of thoughts on this game. I think, yes. Okay. I think, yes,
0: they will. And we talked about how, if you go, if you just look at the numbers and you didn't look at the score, just the stats, right, you would have thought the Colts blew out the Texans. So they're better than their tie indicates in that respect. And obviously, their roster is much better than Houston's and. Debatable if it's much better than Jacksonville, but I just have a weird feeling that they're gonna lose this game again. I just have a very odd feeling that they're gonna be the they're gonna be one of the teams that we look at it at 0 2 and think, okay, shitty start against bad teams, but they'll still find a way to get it together and make the playoffs. Almost by default because of the division,
1: really. if, If they lose this game, I probably will bet. The Colts to win the division, um, and 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 try and, and try to buy the bottom right. All right, explain this to me. The Colts are an eight-point favorite against the Texans in Week One. They have five hundred and seventeen yards of offense. They're a three and a half-point favorite against the Jaguars. Yep, both games on the road. Jacksonville, no home field advantage to speak of. You're telling me that Jacksonville's four and a half points better than any team in the NFL. They what? Based on what? They haven't proven that. Like, I liked what they did in the offseason. They upgraded a coach. They spent a bunch of money in free agency. But buying players through free agency is not how you build a team. We talked about Trevor Lawrence. Like, I think that Trevor Lawrence is going to be awesome. But that's because, like, he has all the physical tools and he looks like a franchise quarterback. He looks like the creative player in, like, NCAA video games or Madden video games and all that. He might not be great yeah. at processing and reading defenses. He has not proven to be great. Shaquille Leonard is coming back in this game. We'll see what happens with Buckner on the injury report. Like huge key players uh, for the Colts defense are on the injury report. So that's obviously, you know, a variable from when we're recording to when the inactives come out uh, on Sunday morning, but the Colts should have won week one. If Alec Pierce doesn't drop a wide open touchdown, they win that game. They probably should have scored 30. They scored 20. They tied Houston. It was a really weird game. I don't believe that they're four and a half points difference between the Jaguars and the Texans, at least at this point. I think the Colts win. I think they cover. I think that there's like sanity gets restored that the best roster in the AFC South beats the Jacksonville fucking Jaguars. Yeah.
0: Well, that's all fine and dandy, but I feel like from what I've heard, the numbers don't really Ryan did not play as well as the numbers suggest because think about it how did how many points did they have three in the fourth quarter I know there were stupid turnovers and a bad snap exchange or something was involved in that but
1: he I mean he yeah he, he fumbled a snap there was the the drop uh touchdown right. by by Pierce the second round pick out of Cincinnati it was a weird it was a weird that was a fluky game man that was a That was a weird, weird, weird game. I don't think the Colts are that bad.
0: Well, I don't think they're that bad either, but at some point, as someone that has been buying stock in Jacksonville, I have to expect ROI at some point here. And so at home, against the team that's really picked to win your division, not Tennessee, you own them in these matchups, beat them again. Beat them again. Okay. There's no intimidation factor. There shouldn't be. So, if in fact if I'm Jacksonville, I would feel like I have a quarterback advantage
1: in this game. I would, even though Ryan's more accomplished. It's two number one picks, and one of them has been in the NFL for a hundred years, and the other should be in his prime. If they don't have the quarterback edge, they got a huge problem. I got one bonus one for you. Okay. What's the What's the best game on Sunday? What's the most watchable game? is a weak slate for week two man
0: (laughs) um what is the most watchable game you know I think it's probably Bucks and Saints you do okay yeah
1: Yeah. I think it's probably Bucks and Saints I I think I'm most intrigued by Dolphins Ravens but like I said off the top Chiefs Chargers out of the way in the double dip on Monday Night Football this is a This is a, you got to love it Sunday. And thankfully for us, we do. So we'll be watching 11 hours of football and neglecting our family and then doing a podcast. But Danny, there
0: was more, there was more swearing on this one and I'm okay with that.
1: I think we need to continue to ramp it up. (laughs) All right, brother. All right, man. Subscribe, rate, review, share it. Tell your friends if they love the NFL and degeneracy, hang out with first and pod. Thanks to Spencer. He's Andrew Filiponi. I'm Danny Parkins. We will talk to you Sunday night. After Bears and Packers.